There have been many technological hallmarks over the past 20 years or so, but one that may not spring immediately to mind is the like button. When this click of approval debuted in 2007 on the long forgotten social feed aggregator FriendFeed, it was only a matter of time before it became a standard feature on every social media platform to come. After all, this simple feature and the endless notifications it generates is a great way to collect data on our preferences and behaviors and to keep users hooked. It's no wonder people are finally starting to push back against social media and recognize that these technologies may be doing more harm than good. Indeed, a steady output of research has been opening our eyes to the many negative effects related to social media and smartphones. In this book, Professor Cal Newport conducted his own experiment. 1600 volunteers followed his guidelines for a month-long technological sabbatical, providing him with valuable feedback. The result of this study is digital minimalism, a way to step back from the onslaught of the digital distractions and find a more satisfying and rewarding way of life. Smart idea number 1, less can be more. If we hope to protect ourselves against the bright minds of Silicon Valley eager to exploit our vulnerabilities, we need a strong defense. This is why the author Cal Newport proposes a lifestyle he calls digital minimalism. There are plenty of people recommending quick fixes like simply disabling the notifications on your smartphone, but Newport doesn't trust these little adjustments to make much difference in the long run. After all, the author of one such article said he disabled the notifications on 112 apps, which begs the question Do you really need that many apps in the first place? Cue digital minimalism, which is about the time-honored philosophy that better living can come from less. The name is purposefully similar to the minimalist lifestyle prompted by people like author Marie Kondo, who propose only letting things into your life that bring joy. Newport have been applying this to the apps and digital media you take in, suggesting that you ask Does this website, app or service really support what I value in a way that nothing else can? Digital minimalism takes a further step in asking you to optimize this technology in a way to maximize the value while reducing the cost to your time and energy. So if Twitter is something that your career clearly benefits from, you can use it wisely by setting purposeful rules around it that allow you to go in. do what needs to be done and get out smart idea number 2 undergo 30 days of digital declutter if the principles of digital minimalism sounds good then the way to begin is to undergo 30 days of digital declutter it's important to recognize that this isn't a digital detox period since a detox implies that you will return to your regular habits afterward this period is about stopping what you have been doing in order to consider a new way forward with this in mind for 30 days plan on cutting all non essential technology from your life this means anything that you don't absolutely need to keep working and functioning on a day to day basis at first you might feel down when you realize how many addictive habits you have developed but most of the people in newport's 1600 person experiment 
reported that they soon forgot about their smartphone or whatever app they would reflexively open up. When identifying what is and isn't essential, don't confuse convenience for necessity. You may think you will unnecessarily damage a relationship if you quit Facebook, but you might find that without social media, you will actually strengthen the relationship by calling the person, meeting them and speaking more often. The other task during this period is to look within and understand what's really important to you. What are your interests, the things you value in life and enjoy doing outside of the world wide web? This is important because the next step is about finding something that will fill the void created by the absence of social media and new technology. After these 30 days, a carefully thought out reintroduction period begins. This involves asking yourself three questions about any technology you are considering keeping in your life. The first question is, does this technology support something I deeply value? If so, move on to the second question. Is it the best way to support this value? Instagram may support the value of staying in touch with far away relatives, but calling them on Skype every Sunday may be the far more meaningful way to do this. In fact, most people find that social media does not pass this screening process. But if something does pass the first two questions, it's time for the final question. How can I use this tool in a way that maximizes its benefit and minimizes the harm it causes? A digital minimalist doesn't just use or not use something. If they use Twitter, they probably don't use it on their phone. They use it once or twice a week and only follow meaningful people they couldn't otherwise connect with. Smart idea number three, practice solitude. If you were born before the mid-80s, you probably have clear memories of life before the smartphone. But people born between 1995 and 2012 essentially grew up with smartphones and now spend an average of 9 hours a day on these devices. World-renowned generational researcher Jin Twing noticed a shocking uptick in psychological health issues with this group, dubbed the iGen with a higher percentage of depression, suicide, eating disorders, homesickness, and above all, anxiety. Another term for what iGen is suffering from is solitude deprivation, a lack of time away from screens and input from outside sources, which is crucial for processing emotions, reflecting on relationships and what's important in life, and giving the brain a chance to find some calm clarity. The silver lining is that, Solitude is easy to find. It can be experienced in a crowded cafe or subway train, just as long as you are free to be with your thoughts and your thoughts alone. So the next time you go out, try leaving your phone at home. If you remember the days before smartphones, you know that this isn't a dangerous or crazy thing to do. However, if you are worried about an emergency, you can compromise by putting it in your glove compartment or somewhere where it isn't readily accessible. I have learned these things from the book Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. You can buy the book by following the link given below in the description. Thanks for watching. More wisdom, more solution, better life.